Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 398 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to co- gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Krista Hoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. Dana Eileen. Oh, hey. And David. Hello. Who gets no last name because I blanked the last second there. That's fair. I don't need one. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Like a human being does. W85, according to Twitter. That's what the license says. That's all we need. Uh, How's everybody doing tonight? Good, good. Blurry, apparently, again. So that's where we're at. We, we, we lost your, your definition there when we started going live. It's deep. It's fine. It's deep. It's just how I feel. It's a low-res lifestyle. Ah, there we go. I'm back. Ha-ha. Are you, though? You're back no, in, probably not. You're back in 480p. Probably not. Brendan's, like, <laughs> off in his own universe right now, staring deep into the abyss. He's as, also blurry. As we all do. I mean, what else is there to do these days besides stare into the abyss? Little do you guys know there's just a canyon on the other side of mine and Brendan's computers. We are literally staring into the abyss. I'm sorry. It got weird really fast. I apologize this <laughs> time. Fine. I was I was really, really hoping I could get my crap together. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when the abyss is right there, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, you know? it is. You it's stare into it so long enough and you go crazy. So. There you go. It does stare back into you. So, I mean, maybe that's just, yeah. <laughs> what is happening? I'm going to drink my coffee now. <laughs> it's like three hours old, but it's coffee? fine. It's still coffee. Mm-hmm. It's 9.30 at night. <laughs> that's normal. <laughs> It's always and I should have been in bed off. three hours ago, so I need something, okay? <laughs> okay. Do you have any snacks? Okay, there All you right. Go. Some nice noisy Doritos or something? Yeah. I've got combos. They're delicious. Pizzeria. This is not sponsored, but it could be. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Combos. <laughs> combos are great. <laughs> get a, get out of Dr. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, we we talk about gaming and comics and media and stuff here, so let's do that. Um, yeah. So we uh, we've kind of noticed a trend. I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but it feels like a lot of uh, sequelitis going around these days. A lot of mm-hmm. remakes and uh, kind of just cashing in on established intellectual properties. I mean, in the last two weeks, I've reviewed uh, a collection of Sonic games from. You know, the mid-90s on Genesis and a throwback to classic Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtles. Say that three times fast with a stutter. I will not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is my hell to live in. Um, yeah, just uh, want to kind of discuss, you know, when does it become just a cash grab uh, instead of just creating new content? We kind of talked about this recently, actually, when it came to crossovers and, and such mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But um, you know how many how many of these things are just on life support for the quick buck of name recognition, and how many mm-hmm. of these things do we feel are like you know being used, you know, for the, in a valid way these days <laughs> for the greater good? Um, actually, the reason I, I had brought this up earlier was because I realized that I'm I'm kind of subject to it. I'm the first person to jump on a franchise that I don't like, like or not don't like, but are not a part of i don't want anybody stabbing me later like final fantasy i don't i don't final fantasy but there's 907 of those we talked (laughs) yes uh we talked a while ago about about silent hill and there's so many silent hill games and you guys were saying that half of them don't count um half of them aren't good that's all yeah you're like no those ones aren't real but for me and and chris you have 
similar taste in a lot of video games that I do. We've got Mass Effects, we've got the Dragon Age, we've got Fable, we've got Elder Scrolls. Those are all franchises that I'm like, just please, more? I'm waiting. So where's the difference, right? Um, the thing that I, I was originally thinking about that was just getting to be too much was Diablo, which is a huge game. And they just announced four, I believe, right? Am I getting mm -hmm. the number correct? Mm -hmm. um, but we literally just got Diablo Immortal. Immortal? S? Is there an S? Um, so to me, I'm like, it's it's taking too long. Or like it's not taking long enough, I guess. And that's how I feel with the Call of Duty games. There's one every year. Like just mm -hmm. spend some time with your game, people. Like you did not 100% that nonsense. <laughs> you know? I do understand that completely, yes. Yeah, so... Great. Yeah, I, will never, I will case. never hunt. Sorry, sorry, Chris. <laughs> I was just, just going to throw this one to you, actually, there for, for Diablo, um, Brandon, because you're the big uh, Diablo fan on the panel here. Um, Immortal is kind of a what I would call a cash grab, right? Like it's, I mean, well, literally, it's been a cash grab, but it's not quite like it's it not developed. It's 100 like, a cash grab. Team, right? I think it's a decent game that suffers from cash grab itis, I guess would be the way to say Ooh. it. Cash grab itis. Uh, yeah. Um, honestly, I think there's a lot to like about Diablo Immortal, and I think even though it isn't really pushing the envelope in the like gameplay department, where it isn't it isn't doing the things that Diablo Four are looking to do, it is a really solid experience. It does feel like a mix between Diablo Three and Diablo Two in many ways. <laughs> I just feel that the way they've tried to monetize, the way they've tried to kind of work with the end game makes it really hard to recommend. There's just too much limited behind that paywall. I do think they've done great... I'll give credit where credit is due. They've done a great job making a game that is fun and easy to pick up. They've just hampered that and kind of destroyed that experience because they really want to make sure people spend money. And that alone takes away what could have been a really rewarding experience. Now, do you think that's going to sour people from Diablo 4 that's coming? Because now there's a bunch of people really mad at Diablo. So is it now becoming a, okay, that's enough Diablo, make it go away? I think if people are burned badly by Diablo Immortal, it will hurt Diablo for sales. But I don't know by how much or if the same people that would be playing Diablo Immortal would also be playing um, Diablo 4. It is a different market. One's designed to be mobile. It is a PC, does have a PC version, but it is mobile first. Yeah, like Diablo, me, I'm probably yeah. more likely to pick up Immortal than I am to go play Diablo 3 yeah. or 4, 76, whatever. Diablo 4 will be console, piece, and PC, so you do have a different audience that way, and that could mean it's not they're not going to have as much overlap. That being said... I hope they learn from the reaction that Diablo Mortal has kind of shown and make it so they don't overly monetize it to the point when it's just not fun. It's fun. I don't care if you put skins. If you want to make cool, weird skins, weird hats, go nuts. Uh, but don't take away the core of the experience to do so. I think that might be why Diablo 2 persevered for so long. It's because it was not locked behind a paywall. Yeah. Um, and they made a big departure from that with number three, with, ha with having that live auction house where people could buy and trade items there. Um, yeah. Diablo 2 is all 
through what you found or what you traded with people. So that was probably for me, why it persevered the longest because it came out in 2000 mm-hmm. and with the remaster just dropping last year as well, it, uh, it still had much of the same appeal to me. No. And that's, that's part of what we're talking about too, though. There aren't just new versions of the game coming out. You just said yeah. the word remaster, remaster, remake. Those are all mm-hmm. things that are happening so much lately. Mm-hmm. Are we good with that? Like, well, I mean, Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remastered were, actually those are remakes, um, a huge update for both of those games. Um, right. They implemented that over-the-shoulder camera that Resident Evil 4 pioneered so so effectively and so perfectly and and really revitalized the series, I think, because after after Nemesis number 3 in, in 1998, I think, something like that um 99 yeah was this was 99 I think. was it 99 yeah i had a ps1 by then so yeah <laughs> so uh, after that one they kind of went off the rails a little bit they kind of deviated away from that main set of characters um that were established in in resident evil the the title game and then one, two and three um they kind of moved away from those and went with a whole other set of characters uh barring code veronica obviously because claire was still around in that one um, Code veronica makes me think of like a weird bad alias type show it, it was a really good game code veronica it's x kind of, i still actually have for sounds kind of uh, hot it's kind of the weird uh I don't, I don't want to say weird stepchild, but it's like the weird offshoot of the series. <laughs> the redheaded yeah. stepchild is that what it is? I didn't want to say. I didn't want to go that far. But. The location, in, the location in Code Veronica X is is so different from the rest of the series because I think it's Antarctica based, isn't it, or something like that, or some island? Okay, so back on track, folks. Okay, so take Resident <laughs> Evil for instance. We're talking about remakes and sequels, and and. Uh, Brendan, you had mentioned um, stretching out other series and yeah. things like that too. So now we've got video games that not only stretch over f- how many Resident Evil games are there? 107? There's but now there's how many movies and another one coming and a series coming and an- the games are being remade again or remastered mm-hmm. again. And a series just came out. Yeah, that's uh, Brendan and I were talking about the new series coming too, right? Just, yeah, one and, came and out. And that was my response was, didn't we just do that? <laughs> like did, like a minute ago? This is a new so, thing. So like it becomes overkill, does it not? You I think it varies like case to case, right? Like, I mean, I, yeah. I, I like my Resident Evil slow and clunky. So like I've kind of bounced yeah. off some of the newer ones. Plus, okay. I tried to play Resident Evil 2 Remake at the start of the pandemic, and that was a bad idea, tonally. Uh, that was <laughs> yeah, not that's a choice. Fair, fair, that fair. Was not, I was like, I'm going to finally play this. I've been meaning to get around to this. Oh, wait, not this one about viruses. That's a bad call. <laughs> let's let's um, just turn this off permanently. Yeah, exactly. You watch the movie Contagion at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that would have been just as bad. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's like, you know, they're, they're doing all these things, and it's like, well, they're good to you because it sounds like they're doing a good job with them, but it's not really up this old fans alley I but, don't know. Um, uh, brendan what was the the latest resident evil raccoon city uh no um like movie or what yeah the movie was raccoon city yeah let's let's not say they're doing a good job folks okay i i was referring to the games the okay. movies i i totally disconnected from like i watched the first very first movie and i liked it as a zombie movie but i didn't like yeah. it as like a resident evil story mm-hmm. 
And then wherever like I heard about the games or the movies after that, it's just no. I think I'll I think I'll spare my time and not get into that. I, I reviewed um, Welcome to Raccoon City, and I, I mean, you were as wrong. A, as a fan of the series, <laughs> I enjoyed it. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen before. Um, it, but I it, often say you are like the most positive person that I know. Though I am a fairly You're positive. Like, I'm person. happy, but I'm I wasn't happy. looking at it through rose tinted glasses. I, I no. it, it was a fun movie. Yeah, I was entertained. I had questions. That's all I wanted out of it was to be entertained, and I was. So yeah. I gave it an average rating. I think I gave it like seven, seven five. I think I was averagely entertained. <laughs> so like in like in the case of Resident Evil, then when I was talking like you know was this overkill or was this cash grab or is this something valid? Like I think when it comes to the games, they're doing all right, and it yeah. seems to be serving the greater good of the IP. But when it comes mm-hmm. to shows the and movies, the track record is definitely very mixed because yeah. This new one that they're that Netflix is coming out with looks interesting. It does. It also looks very different for for the series. Like absolutely. Uh, yeah. it's, it's now, they weren't really clear about like like at first it said, "Oh, this is entirely separated," and the trailer started coming out like, "Well, it kind of works off of the game continuity a little bit." But okay, so, so it's not a podcast if we don't say we know how my memory works and it's not great. <laughs> so you need like a segment bar for that. Like, yeah, we just. Dana's brain broken. That's all we need. Animation go. Yeah. Um, Technical difficulties. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember like the original Resident Evil movies being a huge deal. Now, I was never a fan of games or anything, but my friends in high school and middle school and all that were, and they loved them. Were they good for the series at the time? I don't know how they hold up now, but were they good? No. No. Really? Like even then? I mean, were you old movie, and jaded back then, though, Brendan? The original movies, the first one was okay. Beyond that, they were they were bad movies. I would argue the second one was also decent. Like the the first one was also entirely separate too. Like yeah. it didn't use any yeah. characters from it. And then yeah, in right. two, they brought in Nemesis and Jill, right? Yeah, or was it yeah, the third the, one? The second one was Nemesis and Jill. Yeah. So I just once you start Nemesis bringing in Nemesis and those Jill. things. Yes, he is a tentacle monster after all. Yeah. So even back then, children. the Resident Evil like on-screen properties were... Yeah, the movies were a far, far cry from the, from the game huh. series. They had the same name, yeah. but more or less, okay. and the same basic idea of the T-virus Inside like, more humanity. Inside Out Dogs. Inside yeah, dogs. Inside Out Dogs. Yeah. Long tongues on, on monsters. Yeah, they've been... Okay. They were successfully peeled. <laughs> I was Jill Valentine for Halloween one time. It's a it, good costume. Somebody else dressed Wait, me. I didn't know who she was. Which, yeah, which, which Jill? Which Jill costume? Uh, I had a skirt, boots, Ooh, and a blue tube top. The Nemesis outfit. Yeah. I was like 15. Yeah. Settle down, folks. The Nemesis uh, outfit. That was that was the one, man. No, just recognizing, go. just game recognizing game. That's all. Yeah, sure. Um, Not with literally rec- recognizing game. Literally the game that you're mm-hmm. cosplaying from. Um, uh, yeah, like I yeah. To come back to that point though, like I think the game that or the movie that doesn't really connect to the game isn't really doing too much harm if it's like just a decent film. Film, but once you bring in those yeah. characters, then you're muddled in continuities and uh-huh. you know, like, well, this isn't the character that I know them as, and they don't, they didn't go this far into the character. And, yeah, I, I find true. that's kind of the kind of the case with almost all video game movies that there's a lot of expectations from a huge section of the fan base. And if it doesn't go the exact way that they want it to, then there's uproar. Dun, dun. And 
that's the same with books and and, and it Mm -hmm. it coming from any property that's always going to happen i remember um i think it's a nicholas sparks book dear john uh channing tatum and amanda seafried were in it and i lost my mind because she was not blonde in the book like I, I could probably have gotten my life together at that point, but well, it there's so much that's different between the Harry Potter books and the Harry Potter movies as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing too. That's one that won't end too. There's something else coming out with Harry Potter, isn't there? Yeah. Well, yeah, the third Fantastic Beast movie is out now, but I think they probably won't make the next two that they were planning to make. Yeah, that last one didn't do well, did it? No, it did not. Bond pretty spectacularly from looks of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of entirely removed from that whole scene as it is, but it yeah. did not look good. The other franchise that I was thinking about when this came up was Sonic, like you mentioned, Chris. Um, mm-hmm. We've been playing it forever. I've been playing Sonic since I was a kid, so it has this little bit of nostalgia. But now it's trying to like change the way it does things, and it's mm-hmm. trying to move into Sonic Frontiers. Uh, we talked about that last week my thoughts and feelings and that I don't know who this game is for or why it exists or why it's happening or what it's going to turn out as. Um, and then Sonic also has movies. Chris, you had mentioned that you hadn't seen the second one yet. Not yet. No, I haven't seen either of them, but remember how the first Sonic went, right? That, that started showing previews and, and the whole world blew up and they literally remade their friggin' movie. So, is that gone too far or is it good? I don't know. So, yeah, I was actually thinking about this when we were talking about Diablo Immortal because it feels like, you know, they're doing things. So so it feels like studios are doing, like, projects like Diablo Immortal to kind mm-hmm. of bankroll bigger things like Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's working because people have been sticking way too much money into that freaking game. Um, <laughs> There's been two big stories of people like, oh, I spent my life savings and didn't even get one thing and uh, just despite them what yeah Sorry. like I'm still upset yeah. and that. for That's youtube content message. well there's yeah. also that but anyways so it's it's pulling in money for that so the you know mm-hmm. diablo 4's team is probably not uh too worried yeah. about that at that point yeah same thing flash forward back to, to sonic here you know, you've got Sonic Origins just came out this week, and that's a pretty decent little package. I gave it a 9.5. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's going to, you know, sales of that will help finance some things at, at Sega and Sonic Team yeah, yeah. and maybe help put some things into that Sonic Frontier sandbox that looks awfully empty. I mean, to be fair, they, they that game's apparently almost done. So, you know. So just like a couple flowers, maybe? Yeah, maybe some just like two levels. Two cool. Maybe, um, maybe that. Maybe but um, yeah, no, it's it, it all kind of feeds into each other, right? Like now we kind of have this shift in the market where we're supplementing, you know, the main development of this of the series with these other offshoots and mm-hmm. different forms. And you know, Sonic's always had a like a comic since I was a kid. Like I, that was my one of my first big comic reads was was Sonic. I followed that forever. Like I've still got all my old issues, and um, mm-hmm. that's always been a, like a multimedia tie-in. So they've always kind of had that foot in that door or like, you know, the that investment in that material. Um, so to, to reach into a into a into the movie universe, you know, isn't so isn't so unexpected. Or, there's a there's another series that I wonder if they've kind of reached the limit of their capability, although they probably haven't, is the Sniper Elite series. Okay. They're on. They're on entry number five now, and 
they've only this is the only game that I've I think the first one might have touched on it, but this is the only one that's fully set in France. In the fifth entry, in one of the biggest theaters of war in that war. The, yeah, like the second one was the second one was Germany. <laughs> the third one was I think either Africa or Italy. The fourth one was either Africa or Italy, whichever the third one wasn't. And then now we're in the fifth one, which is finally in France. We made it. We did yeah, it. We got there, guys. <laughs> you you play an American. It, it takes place in the in the first couple weeks leading up to D Day, and then after D Day, you don't even see D Day. What a waste! I think that's too soon, man. Too soon. I don't want to experience D-Day. No dice. Dude. Guy. It was 76 years ago. Yeah, Yeah. tell that to a veteran, okay? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's why, though. Maybe they just kind of, they're like, this one instance actually happened. These other ones we can kind of create. Surely, like, Medal of Honor or Call of Duty at some point has done D-Day, too, right? I'm assuming. Medal of Honor had to have done D-Day. Medal of Honor, yeah. They definitely did because one of the games like started it. with D Day. Did it? Okay, yeah, I haven't yeah, touched this since playing the first two did. games on PS One. So. Right. I, I seem to recall there being a um, a Valve shooter called Dave Defeat that that, that took was place on D Day. Well, where's, those people where, just where aren't are as classy, right? Where are the games about Can- or Canadian soldiers liberating the Netherlands? That's what I want to see. I know, right? That's what I want. Nobody's see. making games about Canadians, Chris. Or, or Dutchman, so I'm just totally out of luck here. You are, that's true. Okay, so that being said, are there any franchises that you think uh, movie or game um, or series, whatever, that you think are doing it well? That just won't die in a good way? <laughs> Gran Turismo. I mean, I think other people would argue with that. I would too. Because like me, I'm like, yep, that's a car and that's about, a track. What about yeah. Forza? Like, if you're talking like racing games, I think Forza definitely is one of those series that everyone seems to think it's better every every new ent- entry in the series. Well, Forza has two different properties to it, doesn't it? It's Forza Horizon Motorsport and, and Forza Horizon. Yeah. And Motorsport. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, Motorsport was the original one on I think the original Xbox. I thought they were just different names for the same. Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah. um, really Motorsport's more yes. simulator based, I think, and yeah. Horizon's more Horizon's like the weird bombastic one. Yeah, because that, uh, that trailer for Motorsport at the Xbox uh, showing at Games Fest, I was like, that's just Gran Turismo 7. That's yeah. that's all that is. Um, <laughs> I mean, there there's a lot of stuff that can be improved with Gran Turismo 7, obviously. Um, yeah. There's a lot of people who are very unhappy with the fact that we still can't sell their sell vehicles in that game, and that was something that was promised before your release. You can only buy them at the minute. So if you get like you can, you when, you, when you drive a specific amount of when you drive a specific amount of, of kilometers in a, in the game, they give you a. Um, can we all just stop and point out that David says it. kilometers? I was going to say like Yeah, you can say clicks. <laughs> kilometers. Hectares. Continue. Continue. I thought he was British for like the first six months I knew him. Continue. Uh, are you sure? How do you say aluminum? <laughs> There are words. I'm going to point them all out now whenever I hear them. Chris, I'm going to let you know because you get me. Continue. Aluminium. <laughs> Aluminium, yes. Um, but yeah, the um, after you drive a certain amount of kilometers every game, you get a, a daily reward ticket and you can either get a car or money or parts for a car. But if you get a car, then you get duplicates. There's nothing to do with them. You can't sell them. You can't do anything with them. 
So selling cars was something one of the biggest things that was supposed to be in that game. People are still crying out for it now. There you go. So that okay. can always speaking be of crying out. Yeah, David's gonna take a break. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh Chris, are there any that you like like I said, you play a lot of the similar ones that I do. Uh though you'll probably pick some of the ones on the outside, but are there any that you think are doing good things? I would um I'd be tempted to say Sonic actually isn't that really? doing that bad of a job if Sonic Frontiers looked better. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's I mean, that's a big if. Sonic Origins um honestly is one of the best remasters I've played in a long time, I think. Like sort of there with the Mass Effect Legend Edition for me, it's just it's it's a, it's a lot of subtle things and it makes it accessible to modern platforms without digging out old consoles and it fixes some of the old problems and it doesn't like doesn't take away from the experience at all. Like Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like in that regard, and like the movie's doing well, it's probably some of the most successful. But it is the, probably the most successful video game movie franchise now. Like it's right. pretty much two for two. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, it was the first one to kind of break that curse, really. Um, so I would say Sonic, if it wasn't for Sonic Frontiers, looking so questionable. But um, questionable. questionable. Brendan, do you have any thoughts or opinions? Do you like anything ever? Hate I anything ever? Things. I just can't think of any series that's really kind of getting better. Um, pressure. I can't pressure. think of anything right now. Um, well, for me, like I'm secretly hoping that Fable's going to be wonderful. We know this. I mean, we all do that. Um, Elder Scrolls. So far off the tracks, though. Shh, it's fine. Sorry. Um, Elder Scrolls again. That that's a big hope for me. They've kind of held out with Elder Scrolls Online, um, and that's constantly being updated. And if you mm-hmm. check out. Uh, Madeline's review. She seems to really like the new one, which I get to try on Xbox. I have a code for it. I need to do that. Um, so I'm hoping that that'll keep tiding me tiding me over. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but for me, actually, Brendan, I think it was one of the ones that you said you think are running out their welcome. Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, yes, that's like a very successful book franchise, and then it was the show that it was, even though it maybe didn't get love at the end there. Um, and then they have a series coming out in August, right. but just now the the newest like Jon Snow rendition is coming, or not coming, it's coming eventually. Uh, anyways, yeah. yeah, yeah, and to me, I think that's the best idea they could have had in terms of like doing well, <laughs> because this new Game of Thrones that's coming, I don't really care about because I don't know anybody. I fell in love with the I didn't read the books to be clear. I fell in love with the people I fell in love with and whether it's Jon Snow or Kit Harrington, I'm not sure, but him having his own series, it brings you, Oh God, I'm bad with names. We know this, the, the, the redhead guy, he could be there and, and Torment. all the, yeah, I see, I wasn't going to get that. And you could have any series of the other characters, you know, that aren't super dead or maybe dead, uh, come back. And that's exciting for me. That, that makes me happy, but it hasn't been, this isn't the seventy fifth version of it, so. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm kind of the opposite actually with the Game of Thrones news. Like, I'm yeah. more interested in, in House of the Dragon than I am in the Jon Snow thing. But that being said, it's only because I don't know where they're gonna go with that. Yeah. And I'm also frankly surprised that Kit Harrington is like, yeah, sign me up for this for more of this. He hasn't really I... done much since, though, right? Well, like, he's not too much, though. No, like he's he's got a role in Eternals, which will spin him off into like. Um, the blade movie mm-hmm. um but that really? blade movie? yeah yeah oh. the mcu's doing blade 
and uh, he's going to okay. be in that. So there's a post credit scene in Eternals for those who haven't sat through that two and a half hour slot. Absolutely fest. not. Um, yeah, I don't blame you on that one. I kind of wish <laughs> I had that hour back, that time back. But uh, anyways, there's a post credit scene that uh, kind of suggests he'll, well, not suggest, hints strongly slash nudges that he'll be in Blade when the MCU goes there. Oh, um, I mean, as, the, as the Black Knight. So um, did I even know that he was in Eternals? Him and Rob Stark. Yeah, like I knew the other one. I didn't yeah, know Rob he Stark's was. Selma Hayek's in it, Angela Jolie. Uh, I knew all of them. That's why I'm super confused. Like no, I don't think Kid Harrington is. It's the other brother. The other. Um... No, he's saying it's both Kid of them. Harrington, Kid Harrington is in it, yeah. Okay, I need to look this up. Yeah, we don't he's, believe He's it. got a small part. Hey, hey, guys. Brendan met Kid Harrington. Just did every you? time we bring him up, he tells me that story. So I thought I'd tell it for him. Did he Did he know things? <laughs> he knew nothing. Yeah, but uh, yeah anyways like, how, like how, house of the dragon um like i've I read that i read a little bit of the book that george r, r. martin wrote instead of the sixth game of thrones book dun, um, dun. detailing all the history and stuff and there's a lot of interesting stuff there that's like the high level fantasy concept that made george popular in the first place mm-hmm. so i think that will be interesting and it's got a pretty decent you know you got matt smith as like the lead in it so that's the start there too i'm sure that i'll watch it and i'll fall in love with it but it's not like I keep forgetting that it's coming. I just saw that it yeah. was, yeah. I think it's like August 17th or something like that. I just yeah, saw they just it, the other day. it this week. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, I thought that was like years away still. <laughs> like, I didn't know <laughs> it was, it was coming. So that's cool. So that's exciting. Years away is book six. I mean, the, those books are never coming out ever. That's never, I, I think he's given up entirely. <laughs> that's a different, that's a different story. <laughs> he's too busy being famous and old. It's just like, yeah, I, I, I'm feeling that he just didn't really know what else to do with the books after the shows did their own thing. So he's just going to leave it like this and we'll never know. What he yeah, because like he either writes what the show did or something completely different. And people are like, Bleh. well, and, and, and at this point, too, honestly, the books are so far off of the shows, too. Like, there's so much else going. There's like two separate series worth of stuff going on in the books that's not in the series. Yeah. So they're already it's already impossible for him to just write exactly what they did because he's got all these other plates in the air. Yeah. Uh, so we're Walking Dead did that own. too. Sorry, just while Walking we're talking Dead. Yeah, Walking, walking Dead, Dead lost Fear me. Fear the Walking Dead, then there were a bunch yeah. of other like little side sh- mm. Ha. Sorry. I just wanted to add that on. Anything I else? was kind of down for that at first. Like I I I watched Fear the Walking Dead for the first two seasons, I think. But once they made certain departures from the comics in the main show mm-hmm. apparently, two main characters mm-hmm. apparently fear the walking dead ended up getting really good again really yeah i can, I can buy that um actually my mom and my ex-husband they watch it <laughs> and both <laughs> of them are like yeah it got weird for a while and then it got really good and i'm like okay and now we're, we're messing around with amc plus so i may actually give it a shot again i haven't finished the walking dead that's out so far whatever chunk of this season came out i don't actually know what's happened see so, yeah, i more I, chunk I, coming i think i think so i don't know yeah something like that it's like you got weird through covid there but mm-hmm. yeah just like I, I was down for it i was defending the show through that last season that i watched which i think was season nine okay 400 I forget. It's also blurry now. But yeah. uh, once once uh, Rick and Carl were off the show, it's just like I went from being like I I, I enjoyed that to being just I completely fall off the cliff. Like, did I you um, to watch did you read the comics at all? I had been okay. kind of keeping up to the comics around where the show was. I wasn't reading too far ahead. 
it's but I haven't read like... past that part pretty much all through Alexandria, and there was so much other stuff that I wish they had done. Yeah, like that was the only um, like the only comic series I've ever really read, uh, and for me it was um, in the show Rick's with Michonne, but in the in the comics he's with Andrea. In the show, I wanted to cause Andrea physical pain. In the show, I would like to cause Michonne physical pain. So there's that. Hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, hey, David. Oh, you're muted, though. <laughs> David's back, guys. I am back. There we go. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. See, that that goes back to people being mad about things. Dun dun. <laughs> wonder why. I guess. Yeah, it's just, it got kind of got too big for its britches, right? Like the main show needed more attention. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. That's actually a good example of it going way off the rails because, you know, the, the comic, from what I understand, too, went to like a weird place towards the end there, too. The comic got weird. Definitely did. Well, weirder, I guess, because it was pretty weird to be yeah, honest. Weirder. That's valid. Yeah, it was all weird. Miss <laughs> uh, Castro is thankful that David is back, in case anyone's wondering. He is apparently the heart and the soul of uh, Pixels. Of, of this. Of this. Just this. Whatever this is. Life. This. Computer screen. Pixels. Yeah. Snake. This tiny rectangle that is my face. Yes. <laughs> is the heart and soul. Yeah. Anywho. Well, I think, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I think it just kind of boils down to a case by case thing, right? Like, I don't, there's no clear cut way. Bad. Just do right by your franchises. <laughs> Should there be like a vote before they make any new stuff? Like, right? like a Kickstarter. No. This many people have to approve what you're doing before you're allowed to continue. Hmm. Well, to go back to the Sonic movie right. thing, too, it's like, okay, what the people did to the studio. That's bad. That's reprehensible. Some of the stuff mm -hmm. that people were saying and doing to the staffers that are just trying to make a thing. But also, that never should have been released that way. Like, it, yeah. they should have known better than to make him look like that and release Yeah, it to like, the do people not have eyes? I don't. I realize that sounds really rude, but if you look at Sonic yeah. and that. No. 1.0, yeah. <laughs> that's you know really what? Yep. It, it's not all that dissimilar from gender bending characters or race bending characters uh it, it is is it I, well i mean people get mad about it that's the same as like changing that's, someone's hair color in a book saying that's all whatever. i'm saying is but that... he's talking about the way that like the they released how sonic looked yeah, yeah. it was yeah. just poorly done it wasn't just that it was different it was bad yeah it wasn't mm -hmm. a matter of like we want him to look like this version of Sonic. It was we don't want him to look stupid. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know? here is okay. here is the recipe. Make this and like to come back with something else entirely. Like it's just no. I, I gave you the ingredients for this, and you came back with something else entirely. Where did just, you even get this from? Just thought I'd play devil's advocate for a moment. I mean, no, you're good. Uh, Domino. Um, they they race changed her for the movie, and she was. Fabulous. Well, Deadpool too. I was confused because yeah. she was supposed to be like as pasty as can be, but she was awesome. I mm -hmm. loved her. She was my favorite part of the movie. So, you know, stuff happens. But Sonic looks stupid, and that's all. It I did got. look stupid. Yeah, that's you're absolutely well, right. I, Deadpool actually. There's an example of them taking care and you know respecting the source material, right? Like De Ryan Reynolds well, was the second time around, that. anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. The Merc exactly. with the well, mouth yeah. had his mouth shut in the first one. That's kind of a yeah. problem. Yeah, that was it just shows. Mm -hmm point a and point b right like it was mm -hmm. they made they did right by it and 
they did. eviscerate they themselves it. for rightfully so. They got there. They got there someday. Take a little care with your franchises. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm trying to think of a good transition here. <laughs> Star wipe. Transition. Is this transition. a nice awkward silence? Is this enough? Yeah. Okay. Brendan wants a pause. <laughs> there, you got a pause. And now I lost my momentum. Why did you put 235? Because um, that's when we started talking about that. Why are you ruining this? We're trying to transition. <laughs> you could ask me that later. Seamless. Uh, so somehow it is already the end of June and summer is here and the school year is almost over. I'm not sure how that happened. I blinked and June vanished. But uh, that also means that we are about halfway through the year. So we thought it might be a good chance to kind of check in and get some recommendations for the best games and movies and, and media and whatnot that we've experienced so far this year. Um, I'll, I'll call attention to the elephants of the room and say Elden Ring is a thing that came out in this first half of the year that was, has been warmly received. I would agree. Fair. <laughs> I don't think there was another option for that, though. Well... Like, has anybody said boo Elden Ring yet? Not that I know of. You did? Yeah, see, it's not my thing. So. There are things that I would... It seems hard. ...either change or fix about Elden Ring. Absolutely. It's not my favorite yeah. game of the year, but I cannot deny that it hasn't been the biggest thing. Like, yeah, it's it definitely, definitely has been... Well, I certainly still enjoy it. Yeah, don't all of you play it? Chris, not as much, but... Not as much, no, but I have been trying. <laughs> I've, I tried. Like, that's all that's I've what doing. counts. <laughs> that's all I've been doing with Elden Ring is trying. Just trying. That's all you do, isn't it? See, and I went the other route and did not try. I think I tried to make a character with Brendan for six seconds and I got angry and quit. So. You should have went with character creation for seven. I'm an adult. I did do that too. And I my cyberpunk chick looks smoking. I'm going to make this hand motion a lot today. Enjoy a podcast because you don't know what Choice. I'm saying. Um. For me, for games, did I like any games yet this year, guys? Um, oh, you're. Um, what was the one cozy game you were playing? That um, you like the Cat Cafe Manager? Cafe. Yeah, I Cat did Cafe. like Cat Cafe. I can't say that's like game of the year, but it was a lot of fun. There's there's game of the year, and there's like personal favorite games. There's things so that made me too, happy. Right? Yeah, I liked that one a lot. Um, yeah. You enjoyed that beekeeping game as well. It was super cute. Yeah. But it, it didn't keep me entertained long enough. No. So it tried to teach you shit. It did try to teach me shit. <laughs> it, it got into biology and like. How dare. Mm, <laughs> mm, I can math slightly, but once you throw science at me, I'm out. That's no. no more. They misled me. No, it was a really cute game and it, it came out for like World B Day. So like I'm down for it. World B Day. When is that, that again? I don't know. Whenever the game came out. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> Shut up. Where, where um, was our day off for World B Day? Yeah, God. God, Brendan. Happy B Day. I don't, I don't know. But not birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh, good. This took a weird turn, guys. It's 10 uh, o'clock at night. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Those games were cute, I guess. I I mean, mm-hmm. sure. They were fine. Um, any other big ones that have come out, though? Horizon Just Forbidden me. West. Yes, that was yeah. <laughs> right, right before game. Elden Ring, and immediately yeah. consumed by its shadow. Yeah, really though. I would, I would argue that uh, Horizon's prettier at minimum. 
Mm-hmm. I would definitely say so, yeah. Elden Ring is an ugly game, though, by design. Like, it's not meant to be a pretty game. Yeah, but you can be pretty in your ugliness. Like, you know? Yeah, it's it's a know. polished ugly, that's for sure. Yes. Whereas, it's, it's deliberately ugly, yeah. Yeah, whereas Horizon is a polished beautiful. So beautiful. Did you see, like, the way his little head turned there and everything? He felt I love heart. that game. I know you do. I know. <laughs> Goddamn um, Elden Ring. Why Elden Ring? Because it... <laughs> Created because it's going to take a well-deserved game of the year from it, and everything uh, else, and everything else for the next five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I feel like Elden Ring's been like seventeen years already. I know, so right? In six months <laughs> or less than it's that, less than that. eighty-four years. Yeah. Um, one like my kind of personal game of the year so far has probably been Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which I did not expect to be singing so highly of, okay. but. Uh, yeah, no, that was a really solid experience front front to back. Like it went from, you know, oh cute, Kirby's in, you know, this three D world thing now to mm-hmm. being like a much more in depth game than I thought. Like there's a whole post game thing to it. Which I mean, I haven't really been playing Kirby games for a few years or really much at all since I was a kid. And I didn't realize mm-hmm. that they'd gotten so far into it. Like I've gone back to play Kirby Star Allies from twenty eighteen with my daughter on the Switch because we finished Forgotten Land front to back, everything. So we're like, okay, let's do this one and it's yeah, there's a lot of like stuff to do there, but what Forgotten Land does is so polished, and there's a really great natural difficulty curve that kind of sweeps through it all. Um, yeah, it's probably <laughs> it's, it's no Wonder Boy in Monster Land. But can uh, you tell Joe reviewed a game for the first time in a while? <laughs> Reviews out tomorrow, guys. Um, or already, if you're listening to the podcast version. Ah, damn it. You know, really bad at this. You, you, you say Sonic. Um, not being all that familiar with Kirby in recent years. I think the last Kirby game I played was Kirby's Dreamland on the original Game Boy. Um, I feel kind of the same way about Sonic. Like the last Sonic game I played was Sonic 2 on the Sega Genesis. So you played three. Been, no, I don't think I did. Oh my god, that's the best one. Uh, yeah, that's what I keep hearing. But you I stopped never, too soon. I never <laughs> had a ge- I never had a Genesis. I had, I had friends who had a Genesis. Yeah, but now uh, you have grown up money and you can buy dumb crap. Go find. Yeah, I'm not. You know how much a Sega Genesis is right now? Not that. Well, Forty bucks. Is it really? Yeah, that's not one dollar, Bob. One dollar. <laughs> I guess it's not oh a god. PS One. There's gonna be weird crap. Even PS One's not expensive either. Yeah. I don't know. It's the games for the PS One that are yes, expensive. It's the, game. the systems themselves, yeah. like the consoles themselves, are expensive. Yeah. That's not one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Maybe um, I'll just buy a PS Two again because I've still got a bunch of PS Two games. I've still got all all three God of War games. Yes. Okay, so or, we've got. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, or or get the right model of PS Three, and then you got all three bases covered. But. That's true. Yeah. So we've got Horizon, Forbidden West. We've got Elden Ring. Chris, what did you just say? I forgot Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Kirby. Okay, I didn't know what it was called. Uh, which, by the way, I don't even know what Kirby does. Just a cute, adorable He's pink cute. ball. He is a cute, that. adorable puffball, and he can uh, inhale certain enemies and copy their powers. Okay, that's interesting. That's his, that's his skill set. I dig it. Um, okay, Brendan, do you have any like best ofs? You, you don't game much. You liked Diablo Immortal until it like 
yeah, yeah, until it basically uh, held everyone back from doing anything fun. Um, and hid that from you guys. Well, it wasn't hidden. It was just like less in your face. Like it definitely became more in your face as soon as it was released. So they'd be like, it's here if you want it. And now when it's released, it's like, this is the only way to get it. Do it now. Pressure. Pressure. Okay. That's it for games. What about like movies, shows, mm. other mediums? I mean, I could talk about the Umbrella Academy. That one definitely, I think it got better in season three than it did comparatively to season two or one. Um, That's exciting for me because I am a few seasons behind. Mm-hmm. Um I've watched one and that's it. Uh, so I am excited to binge something that is worthwhile and doesn't end on a no. I mean, it, it go. This is a series that goes places and they're all kind of weird. Uh, but I do think the team did a really good job of making a, a, a series that is its own thing. It, it, yes, it's based on a comic, but it goes places the comic does not go. The comic goes into weird, more bat crazy, like nonsense bananas uh worlds uh i need but, a few more words for weird please yeah <laughs> but i think the show is more focused and it makes it uses the time it has to tell a story that really does resonate with the viewer um i know that some people might not like the series this certain uh season because it is slower and it does take a bit to get going but once it gets going it's really solid so that is good. So what about the boys? You did that one too. Would you say it's on par with that or I feel the boys season 3? Yeah, um, I think so. It, it, they're very different tones. Like the boys is never takes itself no. all that serious. It is kind of a satire more than it is a um Yeah, but that doesn't mean it can't be great. I think the boys is good. I think the Umbrella Academy is much, is better because it's more focused. It's more contained even though the world ending stakes are a bit more outlandish mm-hmm. it feels a more human human series the boys is even though you're dealing with human characters fighting against superheroes it feels less human it feels more kind of it is like the scary movie of a superhero show well, okay. let's put the third iteration into this what about stranger things Ooh. Oh, uh, it's more of a continuation. I think yeah, that's the okay. thing with it is a good season that does feel like it's kind of wrapping up a lot of storylines, but it also does feel like it's just more of the same. And kids have really bad hairstyles. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it's that's a good all I've season, gathered. Yeah, but I don't know if it's if you didn't like Stranger Things season one to three, this one's not going to change your mind. Nothing mm. new happens other than more of the same. If you mm. like that stuff, it's good. If you don't, it is that. It is that. Well, <laughs> at least you know what you're getting. But I, I do think Umbrella Academy is the one that does. <clears throat> you could jump into season three now, and it is a very different show than season two or season one. They all kind of feel like their own thing with their through line story. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like for Stranger Things, I haven't watched it since the first season. Like, I kept meaning to catch up, and I just haven't really invested in. Then I saw the episode length for season three, and I was like, "Well, that's just they are bonkers long." Are they really? Whole other thing. Yeah, some of them go like an hour and a half. For what? Stranger Things? For For one episode. episode. That reminds me of uh, the BBC's Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah, I also didn't enjoy that. (laughs) I love that series. I know because you're a weird old British man. We went over this. (laughs) That's true, but uh, anyways, I was I was gonna say there like. Is, 
you know, the fact that it's doing more of the same, it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Like, yeah. it's kind of... It's just not, like, the reinventing story. the wheel. It's not, like, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, and that, that's ending next year, too, right? Or not next year, but next I season. so. Yeah. Which one are we Stranger talking about again? Stranger, Stranger Things? Stranger Things still, yeah. It's still going? This is uh, the more, more episodes next week for yep. the rest of the season, yeah. But is there more, like... Like, is there another season coming, or is that the end of the series? Uh, one more I mean. coming. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's how I feel. Okay. <laughs> like, I saw one of the kids, like, the pictures of when they started, and now I'm like, that kid full-on hit puberty and now has children. Like, we should stop now. <laughs> yeah. No, he's still oh, in grade, what, eight? I don't know, but but when boys hit puberty, it's very clear and it's alarming. Mm-hmm. Like they go from looking like infants to middle-aged men, and it's. Confusing. I think I, they are getting to the point when they are past high school. Like, um, I know the person that plays Eleven. Um, what's her name again? Millie Bobby, Millie Brown. Bobby Brown. She's like nineteen now or eighteen now. So <laughs> that is true story. Yeah. So True that's story. a thing. Really, uh, well, I mean, the kids on Riverdale are all my age, so let's calm down well, that's here. A, well, that's a whole other. Yeah, but they were your age before the show started. So watched five seasons of Gotham and watched David Mazuz grow up. Yeah, that's, Bruce Wayne. that's true. That's true. Anywho, back on track. Anywho. So for me, yeah. um, and the only reason I'm saying this because it's the only thing that sticks in my mind. I've watched a lot of movies this year, and that's not normal for me. I've watched a lot of series this year. The one thing that came to mind when we brought this up was Fresh. That okay. came out in January. Oh, right. uh, weird friggin' Sebastian Stan horror-ish movie yeah, yeah. that I was like, I'm going to watch this because it looks super weird. And I had no idea what it was about. And... Brendan can attest me after I went, I really like that. Like yep. that was messed up and I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> so I think that so far is probably the most, the, the most shockingly good thing. Um, you have all your, uh, Chris, I'm sure you're going to bring up the, the Marvel stuff, the star Wars stuff. That's all expected from me. Like mm. I'm kind of, I've slowed down with those movies and that, like we said, I haven't seen Eternals yet. I haven't seen Dr. Yep. Strange yet. I'm pretty sure there's another one in there. I haven't Morbius. seen Morbius. Uh, oh, wait, we that doesn't a, count. That's fine. Uh, no, I saw Spider-Man. I enjoy Spider-Man. I still want to see Morbius. <laughs> I enjoy Dr. Strange too. And now it's on Disney plus. So that's happening probably this weekend. Um, <laughs> David's excited. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, it's those I'm, I'm always like, yes, they will be it's good. Morbin time. And if and if they're not good, that's the surprising part. Eternals. Um, whereas fresh, yeah. like I literally was like in shock with how much I enjoyed it. Right. I did that. Yeah, MCU and, and Star Wars is mostly like, yeah, almost like the comfort food of, of blockbusters, right? Like it's kind of not to expect for the most part. Uh, Eternals is like yeah, they try to do something different, it's just it was too ambitious a cast and uh, <laughs> just wasn't enough. But uh, Moon Knight, though, I thought was really good. I was really happy with that one, although I wish it went on longer. It didn't quite, uh, it needed more than six episodes. That's kind of my beef with Disney Plus right now. I don't know that I paid enough attention, which is definitely a thing that I do. Like, I'll sit on my phone or play a video game while I'm watching it because we have 74 TVs in our living room and we can't focus. But um, okay. I do that all the time. 
Yeah, I, I recall that we went back and watched the first episode again because I didn't pay attention to it at all the first time. And then the second time I did, but then I think I did the same thing with the subsequent episodes. So it might have been great, but it didn't like completely pull me in. So, mm-hmm. you know. Oscar Isaac, though, is just like, he's one of my favorite actors too, right now. Like, really everything like he does is fantastic. Like, yeah. uh, if you haven't seen Ex Machina, and mm-hmm. that was a like, fantastic movie. And you just, even when it's like, even like Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, like he had to be the one to say, mm-hmm. oh, Palatine's back. And he just like, even the, even the way he delivers that, it's just like compelling somehow. <laughs> it's like one of the worst lines in Star Wars and he somehow manages to make it yeah, I, I would agree. Capture the right energy, yeah. He's the, the golden um, boy at the moment. But uh, yeah, Obi-Wan is also really good, which just finished this week. I was really happy with how that play, played out. I think I'm um, only two or three episodes in. Yeah. God, I'm failing. You are. <laughs> And everything's just yeah six episodes for everything like moon knight yeah. obi-wan and i miss marvel is also six episodes and it's just like I, what happened to like eight or ten episode seasons we need a little more time to get through Go, stuff, as far as like Gray's anatomy and get 24 episode seasons well, why are we not... doing that on streaming <laughs> right no yeah, like... streaming hasn't really gotten there yet eh? no um but uh, yeah, no, it's just like it's just, you need like another hour to get through some of the stuff, especially with Moonlight. They went I have questions. Right into, the weeds, right into the weeds with the mythology and stuff. And it's just like you, you need to. This is the benefit of streaming shows, right? Is that you get you basically get a movie separated up mm-hmm. with time to develop things. And it should be a much better and more rounded experience. But mm-hmm. when you're rushing through it in only six episodes instead of eight or ten you lose that but you listen to us rushing through it like all of these things that have always been movies for us and now we're like they're going too fast in this six hours that we watched it (laughs) well we're spoiled we're so spoiled specifically it's like you know they started out when they moved when they first went to like the shows they're all eight or eight episode Mm -hmm. shows and it's like this is great you get you know time to develop everything i heard kristen ritter is in talks to play jessica jones again and i'm that's very cool. excited about this like dumb excited so it was like we'll my favorite part of the that universe Absolutely. next to charlie cox's david daredevil so yeah um yeah. yeah just uh really solid stuff i just wish it was a bit longer that's <laughs> which right. is strange um, how is is dr strange too long am i gonna be in charge of there no actually that felt uh that was a nice tight runtime actually i thought um but yeah that was a really fantastic movie i haven't seen too many brand new movies this year because it's it's still weird to go to theaters and stuff, but uh, yeah, that's fair. You, yeah, you mean it wasn't the three hours that the the, that the Batman was? Oh, that was too long. Yeah, that was so much. I enjoyed that movie, but it was too I long. Love, I love <laughs> that movie. I've seen that movie four <laughs> times. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. While we're here, Brendan, do you want to tell them about one of the worst movies of the year so far? Oh my God! Yeah. Um... Speaking of too long. Oh my God! So, Man from <laughs> Toronto is the. Toronto, say it oh, right. <laughs> say it like an American. He's gonna kick me out of the office, guys. It's gonna. Uh, so that no movie is the T's in Toronto. Oh, this movie does, and it's really infuriating <laughs> if you're Canadian. Uh, so this movie is, I, it, it's kind of like a spy spy thriller mixed with buddy comedy. With questions. Yeah, it, there's a lot going on, and none of it really makes any sense. It's mistaken identity kind of storyline where. Yeah, that's that. Think of that the entire movie. That's how it said every single minute of that movie. <laughs> Is it a oh. worse version of that Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot movie? No, oh, it's worse than that movie. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like a worse version yeah. of that? 
like no, that. It's <laughs> significantly worse of everything. So it's like almost two hours long. It feels every single minute of it. Um, <laughs> like peeling your skin off. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like so movie. Woody Harrelson plays the man from Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, he is apparently was born on a glacier in the middle of Canadian wilderness. And somehow he's southern. Wilderness. Yeah, he's Woody Harrelson, so you know, he sounds like that. How did this glacier get in the middle of you know the Toronto National yeah, Park? Toronto, yeah, right. I don't know. Uh there's a weird like so you know John Wick has that kind of cool mythology of like how each assassin kind of got in the assassin game and how they all refer to each other. Imagine that, but dumb. But real dumb. <laughs> but with Woody Harrelson and Kevin yeah. Hart. <sighs> Yeah, there's a lot going and on. And Kaylee Cuoco, folks. Oh, she's boy. in there for like a hot minute. Literally three minutes, I swear. She's in like two scenes. I don't. So is that a mercy for her? Or I don't understand. She was probably just like in the city. And they're like, she, Come well, on yeah, over. She's filming the flight attendant in Toronto. Yeah. So she was oh, probably oh, just oh, hanging yeah. out. And they're like, hey, do you want to be our extra? Probably how Brad Pitt ended up in Deadpool 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, oh, yeah, there's a lot going on in this movie, and it tries like there's action set pieces that don't make any sense. There's like moments you're like, why doesn't he just kill that guy? Nope, he's just gonna walk away. That guy's gonna come back. Yep, he does. Cool. Um, like I don't have nothing good about it. Woody Harrelson brought his A game, I guess, for whatever reason he did, but no one else did, so it was wasted. Yep. It's it was the like, scenery while everyone else watches. Yeah. It was like, you know how the Kingsman is pretty cheesy, but it works, at least in yeah. the first one. It was like they were trying to go for that, even with like the long, like yeah. one shot scenes and like they were trying to do that, except yeah. not British. And then they explained why everybody hates Americans. <laughs> yeah. Like they're just like, no. No, don't do that. Leave it to the British. Cheese is a strange thing to try to do intentionally. It was bad. I feel it like not, it, was a, it was a bad movie. Like from top to bottom, it just didn't make any sense. It didn't feel good. It was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. It was long. It felt like I. So I read up on Wikipedia, just you know, a great source of information about mm-hmm. the development of this movie. So it started before COVID hit. Then they kind of started. Re- filming during COVID, and then they're like, nah, we're gonna go we're gonna go to Toronto now to film. It wasn't film being filmed in Toronto originally, but it, it was near the end. Um apparently like actors changed throughout production. Like it sounds like nothing makes sense as to how they get places. No. They get like halfway around the world and back in a day and you're like not even that. Like so they're supposed to be traveling to like South America from Washington DC. Like that that range and they do it from the point of mid-afternoon to the point of dinner because that's the time frame they have to do it uh-huh. they they go across the globe at some point he's in toronto in there too though yeah yeah he drives from toronto to dc in like 30 minutes you know oh as we all do yeah yeah he also drives from toronto to dc with a car that is filled with weapons. Yes. No That's one fine. seems Again. to find this weird. He also Especially drives, not Border Patrol. No. He also drives from Toronto to like Utah at one point and then back easily. I'm like, 
we had some feelings about this movie, guys. None of it made sense. It didn't. Whatever they were doing wouldn't logically work. Like, it's like a six-day drive. <laughs> yeah, it's really stupid. <laughs> like, how often do you hear Brendan this passionate about something, good or bad? That's all I got. Like, I, I yell a lot. I'm whiny a lot. But, like, just saying. It, it just, there was a lot they were trying to do, and none of it worked. It's a bad movie. Don't waste two hours of your life. Like, literally, watch paint dry. It's probably better. Is this going to be the next The Room? Like, no, it's, it's so not bad. that. It's, it's not. It's, no, because the room at least is so bad it's good. This is not that. that. Is. This is not. This is so bad it's bad. It's just, just. No, it's just. It's just like run of them. It feels like a straight to DVD movie that they kind of pushed out. They're like, nah, it's 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 fine. Whatever. And I it's like, done. like, Rats. like dumb, stupid, yeah. like, I'm good with that kind of stuff. What was the other one we just did? The, the one in LA. Um, oh, this is a terrible story. The one in LA? Yeah, with the, the, the valet, the valet, yeah. I think is literally what it's called. Wow. Valet. Uh, yeah, that's a stupid movie, but it, it was good. It was entertaining. Like it was, that was. I didn't want to die the entire time I watched it. No. I think that's a goal. Watching David's face while I say things is hilarious. She's <laughs> like, Jesus. Uh, Should we go back to talking about Morbius to bring up the mood a little? No. I hear that's yeah. at least fun. That's at least fun. Is it though? I still want to see it. Yeah, you do. I do too because yeah. I love Jared Leto, but like, I would rather continue well, loving Jared Leto. Jared Leto's like pushing retirement we're not talking about it yeah he's almost a pension i've got to be at least half his age plus seven it's fine it's fine half his age is like 50 he's a vampire now so it's fine yeah Yeah, it's fine it's good it's good anything else anybody liked uh... this year are we good Mm. i think that's about Mm. it really nobody is enthusiastic i mean i think what else came out this year that i played yeah that we didn't mention, Kenobi, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, that was into like, this year too, yeah. I feel like Book of Boba Fett is the wrong way. It should just be Book of Boba. I almost said The Mandalorian, but that was last year. It's all it is kind of The Mandalorian. It's Mandalorian 2.5. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Boba <laughs> Legends Arceus, that was one that came out this year too. That was pretty mm. good, but I haven't actually finished it because that's just the way things are these days. It's just life. It's, it's just good. It's just not review games these days. Uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for uh, best and some worst of 2022 so far. <laughs> the, we'll see what the rest of the year brings, though, because it's, uh, it's bleak. Slim pickings out there. Bleak. Uh, yeah. Pause for pause for transition. Incoming transmission from the big giant head. That's what you do. <laughs> That was a deep cut. That was amazing. Oh, I'm so happy right now. Uh, that, I don't know why I went there. I haven't watched that show. Since I don't know. Was that, that was Nerd Rock from the Sun. It was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm so happy. Just the way right it vogued now. there. I was just like, I get did, in yeah. there. It did happen. And I have a giant head. So there you go. Get in. All, all you need is the French Stewart squint. And you would have been. That's true. Oh, my God. I wonder what he's doing. I need more jobs. He used to be in the Beverly Hills Chihuahua movies or something. That's wow. Choice. 
I'm I heard someone making fun of it. That's all I remember. I know that he was in that. But uh, yeah. We're going to need a new pause because Brenda does not want this. Another transmission (laughs) from the big head coming. This is gold, Jerry. Gold. (laughs) And pause. (laughs) Stop looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, transitions. Star wipe. So, <laughs> David. <laughs> oh boy, we are professionals. We're not even a little bit. Well, uh, we're, we're professional. All that. <laughs> David, shut up for a minute. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you never talk. Be quiet. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the audience is loving the the outtakes in lifetime. So beyond all of that, uh, what else have you guys been playing or watching lately? That's not the best of the year per se. Uh, okay. I guess we'll start with me because I'm the only one talking. Uh, <laughs> I threw. It I there. yeah yeah. Uh, I have actually been playing a couple things. Um, one of them is on Game Pass right now, and I think it's hilarious because I'm going to read you the the description. I'm not going to tell you what it is first. So the just the beginning of the description is this game is a work in progress. It may or may not change over time or release as a final product. Purchase okay. only if you are comfortable with the current state of the unfinished game. Okay. So that's just yeah. that's just the game that I, I like own. More games need that warning, to be honest. So I think you can just slap that on any game and be like, ah, <laughs> I warned you. Um, it's actually, it's called Little Witch in the Woods. Um, I'm going to assume it's an indie. It looks like an indie. It's very Stardew Valley-esque. You're a witch in the woods. Uh, I'm not very far into it, but, you know, you make potions, you make candies, you help people, you forage. You, I'm in the middle of saving a town from giant prickly vines um it's super cute so far i just haven't had a lot of time to really like bury myself in it it's not those kind of games for me i don't want to just sit and play for like five minutes because i want to go through 47 days not just one Mm because i feel like you don't accomplish anything that way um but yeah so if i think it's on game pass if you don't want to you know commit to that dangerous purchase um but it's super cute and i would would recommend for anybody in the the sim world which apparently i am now um and then outside of that cozy game i do now i don't know what happened i gotta go visit my cats in their cafe they're probably all dead um they're managing just fine yeah cat cafe manager (laughs) um and then the other thing that uh i think three out of four of us are doing is the new season of Fortnite. Pew pew. Yeah, pew pew. That's been a thing. It is. I'm, I'm I'm very slowly vibing. I'm actually really enjoying the season. I love the uh the vibe. Damn it. I didn't know what else God to say there. Damn it all. <laughs> I am. I love I I'm loving how, how vibrant it is. I'm loving um it's very upbeat. Mm-hmm. So it's it's bright yeah, new, it's some of my bright colored skins. Everybody looks like we're going to a rave. I'm down. That's yeah. Birdie Man, yeah. It's for eating mushrooms all day. Coachella. It's good. That's what it does. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of missed like last season in a bit. Like the like the new stuff's fun. I, I actually really quite like the reality trees or whatever they're called, the reality <laughs> seed saplings, whatever. That's I'm voted every game. Like yeah, somebody right? around like, me's got a gold something. 
I'm down like with you, it. That's a big advantage. Like if you mm. can get to your tree right away, like it's a big head start, especially if it's oh. like a big epic seeds. But. David, myself, my son, and my ex-husband, we all play in a squad together. So we're just like planting trees beside each other and it's delightful. There's a grove, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I make sure to steal everyone else's tree as I run by them. Brendan has no idea what we're talking about. Um, Logjam is messing with me. Um, apparently every time you go, it's something different now. Uh, really. This just happened recently, Chris, if you are unaware. Um, we jumped in yesterday and it was all different. And uh, Daryl was telling us that it's like one of four things every time you jump in, but it was the same every time we went. And today here I was testing a laptop and I jumped in. I was like, what is this? It's completely different. <laughs> like, I don't like change. That's, fair. So, That's interesting. So I just have to live in Logjam now to see all the different versions. I'm down for that. I don't think I've been there at all this season, actually. Kind of Go visit. It's, it's something different right now. I have to go yeah. around and get all the tokens for that one thing too. So. Yeah, we've been doing what that. What a pain that is. I, I, I didn't mind it when it was um what was it last oh last season was Omniblade uh tokens. I didn't See, mind I, that. I don't like those. The last time we did them was um the season we did Maya. I don't think it was the tokens, but the things you could build. We, there was Maya and then there was an umbrella that was really cool. Yeah. But now it's been like a couple weird characters that I don't like. And it was that Omniblade. And I don't care about those. I'm a collector and I will finish them, but I don't want them. experience. The thing I don't like the most about the ones this season is that they're so damn hard to see on the map. Like yeah, they blend in so well that yeah. you, you have to look for them where you're looking you can't yeah you have to have to look at look for them and not cheat is that yeah, what you're saying you're you have to do the work like, no they're right here no you actually gotta look and yeah that's exhausting i miss clombo them and they pop up on the map i miss clombo i yeah i, I kind of miss the feel of like last season i'm like i'm sure what it is i, I think it's the airships like i like landing on the airships right away and like mm. getting into that i didn't enjoy last season that much i i wasn't yeah. that into it so but i played quite a few seasons prior to that and for me that yeah. was the change that was like Bleh. yeah i mean that's part of why i'm not like uh vibing so much this season because it's like i was above like i was well into the bonus rewards and stuff last season for the first time like i've never done that much of a season pass before now it's just like oh this is all different this isn't what i was playing so it's like i can detach a little bit from this <laughs> yeah uh, it's a neat aesthetic that what they like when they went what they went for fully featured like theme park right in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, like that was a that was fun the first couple of days when the season went up to kind of go there and just mess around with that stuff. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> what have uh, what have you been playing, dude? Um, well, I've been playing an awful lot of uh, MLB The Show twenty two. I've been playing an awful lot of yeah, as one does. I've been playing a lot of Gran Turismo seven. And I'm just starting something new today that I'm not allowed to talk about. But, uh, <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah, that'll be out soon. They just they just updated Grand Trust with Seven, didn't they? The, just today, yeah. The update. Not today, so, yeah. yeah, the update came out. To, get out of there. <laughs> the update came out today, and uh, it was announced a few days ago. But um, a new track and three new cars. One of the most popular cards from Gran Turismo 2, the Escudo Pikes Peak Rally Edition, which is very cool. Um, one of the most popular game cars in the series. It skipped the last game, Gran Turismo Sport. Its last appearance was Gran Turismo 6, so it's nice to have it back. Um, the track that they added was Watkins Glen, the, um, the American NASCAR track. 
that's not an oval. It's a, it's a fully formed track with right hand turns and everything. So you've really got to use your uh, turn to the right instead. <laughs> yeah, that's one I, I should go back to actually because I got it when it came out. Just mm -hmm. more or less for the see what it looked like on PS5, right? Like Grand Turismo was a tech demo series yeah. for me. I'm not a big really like, racing fan, but uh, just can't you can't deny how good it looks, especially on the PS5 version. So yeah. But, uh, but it's surprisingly fun to play. Like I found it kind of surprisingly chill. I think I might have mentioned this around the time, but just like the menus are all really laid back and relaxed. And you get yeah, racing mm -hmm. isn't that intense early on, at least. Like I didn't find. Yeah, it especially when you race against the AI, like you yeah. adjust your difficulty so that it's nice and where you want it. Um, and and the AI does have some bugs in it. Unfortunately, they're sometimes they're very aggressive. I've gotten pitted quite a few times by uh, by the AI. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was doing a race uh, last week on Special Stage Route 10, which is that giant 32-kilometer-long oval. Um, that's the one that you really see how fast you can get your car going because the straights around it are like 10 miles. Um, but I was just I was passing someone and was close enough to them that as I was going by, they just kind of <laughs> and there you go and that put me from that would have put me in first and dropped me down to 11th so that was fun oh my god oh, yeah okay. the AI pitted me hard <laughs> so far the AI has been like just sitting ducks for me so that's <laughs> yeah well if you if your if your car is fast enough then yeah absolutely there's a couple of the races that um, that I do to grind for for money that that you can get quite the substantial lead on people to the point where you're, you're coming up on on people at the back so so that's fun oh there you go it just depends on the car you're driving um what am i playing uh well sonic origins actually was a thing i played i haven't mm -hmm. i haven't had thumb like numbness from playing games in a long time but after playing sonic origins for a long time the other day for the review it was just like I can't feel my thumb anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that old vibe back because that's just not a game I can play with an analog stick. It just feels wrong. That's a D pad all the way. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Like I gave I gave it a glowing review, and um, so it, it, it's got an anniversary mode, which uh, mm -hmm. is where you see like the graphical improvements, like the sixteen i ratio and all that stuff. But it also takes away uh, like lives and stuff. Like you don't get game overs mm -hmm. if you run out of like if you right if you die you just go back to last checkpoint and start from there i find that so much better nowadays like at first i was like yeah. oh that's weird that's that's goes against the whole like structure of the game but now i prefer it like it's just we don't need to butt our heads against you know, these, you know, yeah. these things for anymore right like like sonic 2 for instance like the last stage you don't get rings you fight two bosses back to back and there are zero rings in the level and if you're playing, you know, the original version, you're going to die. You're going to you're going to probably get sent back to the start of the game again at some point. And that's just is, is that fun anymore? Like, I, I don't I don't find yeah. that fun. Sonic's not so, meant to be Elden Ring. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but that being said, if I you... don't like. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say that's why we don't need Sonic Frontiers, which kind of has the look of yeah. Elden Ring. But in the world yeah. of Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm sure they got how they make them tarnished. <laughs> God. <laughs> Maidenless. Maidenless. <laughs> Chili dogless. Oh, God. Oh, no. um, but that being said, you know, the, the classic modes are still in there. Like, there is a classic mode which doesn't have the aspect ratio changes, and it, it's the straight alt version. So, like, that's still there if you want to do it that way. But I, 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 I'm, I'm done with getting to the end of those games and having to start oh. over again because of some stupid cheap bullcrap because there yeah. is some stupid cheap bullcrap in those old it's a 90s game it's a 90s genesis game it's got that kind of jank in it so um yeah it, it's and also like if you miss uh, on a special stage there is a currency called coins which you get instead of one-ups in anniversary mode and you can okay. also get them from this mission mode that's in there um and then so if you go into a special stage and you fail it you can spend a ring or a coin to go back and do it again so like I was stuck on a on a special stage in Sonic Three, mm-hmm. and I could just you know throw ten coins at it and just do it until I beat it, and you know it's not like go back into the level and like find another like entry point to the special stage right, and right. then mm-hmm. yeah that that tedium's gone like you can just kind of throw your head like, just bat your head against that challenge for a while until you beat it, and then go back to the level. So it was nice. It's a nice change for sure. Um, I've done it all legitimately before. I don't need to t- do it again. I can. I'm, I'm not too big to throw coins at the solution. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I no, highly recommend, especially since Jim played Sonic 3, I would definitely recommend checking it out because Sonic 3 <laughs> Knuckles is just choice. And yeah. the Sonic CD is an entry, which is a really neat entry as well because it has this whole different time travel mechanic mm-hmm. um, where like, each, each, of, each stage has a past, present, and future version. So you start in the present, you have to like uh find sign post like get triggered to go back to the past or go forward to the future and if you go back to the past and stop and destroy these um transporters that are sending robots to the past you make a good future in that stage um and if you do that for both stages in the third slash boss fight stage everything like you see the outcome has changed okay um, so in, in order to like fully beat that game, you have to get the time stone slash chaos emeralds and do the good endings. Um, and it's a, uh, yeah, there's a lot of replay value when you can just kind of go back to where you need to be and not, mm-hmm. you know, do it the old fashioned way. And uh, yeah, before that was the uh, Ninja Turtles uh, Shredder's Revenge. Was, so I've just been kind of living in my child the last two weeks when it comes to games. That sounds fair. Yeah, it's a better place to be. Can't complain there. It's a place. It's a place. Yeah, it's a, it's a more comforting place to be. <laughs> and sometimes that's all that matters. That's right. If you liked the Scott Pilgrim game, it's a lot like that. I love that, that game. I was really sad when that was like hard to find. Yeah, I've always had it on my like I've always held on to it on my PS3. Like like it was me too. Like uh, nurturing a golden egg or something. Like it was such a solid game although one thing i appreciate about shredder's revenge that scott pilgrim didn't do is that the levels are much more manageable like some of the levels in scott pilgrim are just like marathons so long and like shredder's revenge is much better paced and like it's like 10 minute segments basically then you get like a checkpoint and a boss and like you get to go back to the world map and do whatever then you can dive back into the adventure so yeah solid beat em up uh for 2022 nice there you go um. Yeah, Brandon, have you been checking anything out besides Diablo? I, I, I told you the, movie, the things I played. That's about it. I've. I need to play more. I like, guess a lot of things I want to play. I just haven't had a chance to play them. 
Well, now's a good time because there's like literally like nothing coming out soon. Like there's a few really? things in the next week or so. Yeah, like um, tomorrow, so Friday this week, uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes comes out. Yeah. As well as Capcom Fighting Collection. And one thing that people have been raving about is Isomnium, the, like, the entire title there. But Dennis just reviewed it for us. Yeah. He loved that game. People love the first game. Apparently, I had no idea that there was a first game until this one. I was didn't like, either. I'm gonna be. I mean, I'm sure I did, but not, I seeing it, I'm like, oh, that game existed, I guess, and I just did not think about it. It's like, oh, you're another Japanese visual novel. Okay. You know what I really want to play? It just came out last week. Is uh, the Quarry? Yeah, that one I really want to play too. Uh, yeah, I read Kahari's review of it today, and uh, yeah, that's what. I'm and it just <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's it sounds really good. I was a really big fan of Until Dawn, which is um, apparently one of the inspirational pieces for it. So I'm, well, to be fair, it's the same developer. So well, yeah, exactly. Um, and to be fair, I'm a big fan of all of the um, Quantic Dream games. Not Quantic Dream. It was super massive. Nope, super massive games. Really? Yep. Yeah. Am I talking? Am I talking about the same developer quantum dream hasn't quantum teams uh, did um quantum dream did heavy rain, heavy rain detroit become human indigo prophecy yep. um beyond two souls beyond two souls that's right yeah accurate yeah but not yeah interesting okay yeah it's a very similar vibe yeah yeah, yeah absolutely it's just super yeah. does more of like the horror movie type thing yeah. I thought it was a, a far departure for for David Cage. Yeah, he's not artsy enough for David Cage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not, uh, yeah, David Cage likes certain things and does not like certain things. Um, yeah, there's a th- oh, Dark Pictures. That's the other one I was thinking of too. Like that's the other team that's yes. like you know, churning out these same same team. Yeah, I don't want to say similar or like copycat or cookie cutter type things, but. Uh, they have their niche and they stick to it, so they know what they're doing. Do they? That's a difference. I mean, they. I mean, Kari thinks so. So yeah, Super Massive might. Dark Pictures, I don't know. But the anyways. same studio. They're Super Massive too. Yep. Hmm. The more dun, dun. you know. I thought that was somebody else. I don't know. Nope. Both Super Massive games. They just do the weird like interactive movie with weird actor thing. It checks out, I guess. Yeah. Yep, These, the, like, uh, until Dawn and the Quarry were so similar that I was like, yeah, okay, well, that must be. Yeah. They, I guess they had a bigger budget. Yeah, it must be. That one team's got more. The same studio. They had to pay yeah, David Arquette. So. Mm. You get that David Arquette money. That's not. Uh... <laughs> that's, that's nothing sneeze at. Those. That's some big, big, big spenders right there. That's that's in the tens of dollars for sure. That Ethan Supply money. So yeah. many. So we mean he's, in, he's been in all I think they're on what screen make they're making six now, right? They're making a six. And he was in yeah. all of them, although he I'm not gonna say anything more. That'll spoil things, and I don't want to spoil things for all you crazy cats out there. <laughs> Dana's not dead, so that's yeah. nice. Yeah, so that was literally the biggest coughing fit I've ever had in my life. I don't think it's over, so I'm sorry. I literally if you wait, where is it? This eye is all blown out and red now. So I'm not sad. I just really want to die right now. <laughs> That's not sad. <laughs> we're good. We're, we're good. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have we're, holes. We're, we're wrapping up anyway, so uh, yeah, you yeah. can finish dying off screen, I guess. Yes. 
We're still yeah, I'm going to stay on screen for you guys. You can watch it. Die in real oh, time. Oh, that was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, if you die on the stream, you die in real life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that makes sense because it is real life. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's true. Is it? No. Is this the is... real life? I was waiting for that. Is it wonderful. a coughing fit? It is a coughing fit. I'm sorry fun. that you all had to probably hear that. It's fine. But uh, that is going to do it for us this week. Uh, mm-hmm. If you'd like to read more on these topics and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. And be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag. You'll find us. And if you have any questions or comments, you can send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com. Uh, David, where can folks find you? Uh, as you see on the screen here, at David underscore W underscore 85. That's on Twitter. I'm Progenitor on PlayStation. Why Nerd. Progenitor on uh, Twitter? XX Progenitor XX. probably taken. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I didn't even try, to be honest with you. That's also fair. That is fair. Are we doing the seamless transition this time? No, it's not working. No. It's really weird. Dana, where can people find you? Hey, I am on most things at the Dana Eileen. Good luck spelling my name. Find it on CG Mag Online. And Brendan? B4I26 on literally everything because I'm lazy. <laughs> it's true story. You can, find, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hugathy. Here on Twitch at Guild Taps, and if you're in the London area, uh, check out Forest City Comic Con this Saturday. I'm doing a panel at uh, at noon with the Quarter Portion Podcast, my Star Wars podcast, and we're talking about Ooh. Attack of the Clones. So Ooh. that'll be fun. Live Ooh. events. Yay! Back. I'm not doing anything this weekend. Watching Doctor Strange. Watching so. Doctor Strange. That's something. That's a I'll big be thing. supporting you from afar, Chris. Playing playing my mystery okay. game. Dun dun. What what game? Uh, anyways, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> uh, that'll, thanks for tu- <laughs> from from everyone here at the CG Mag. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.